No Ketchup Chicago. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick on the line. Yes, sir. Not even on the line. Oh, not even on the Man, line. We, 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 in, the, we in the show. We in the, <laughs> we, in the we, we, we testing all types of new things yes, out sir. over here. Absolutely. Episode five and six recap. The last dance. Had to hop on right after like we've been doing the last <clears> couple of weeks. It was. First off. It gets better and better and better for me. Absolutely. I know that we were having discussions in the chat, and I kind of agree, and we'll get to this, that once you once you kind of, I guess we talked about, we thought there'd be more 98 stuff than there actually is. But you're only getting so much. Right. But I mean, we're not, we haven't, we haven't cleared the whole backstory exactly. yet, right? Yeah. So it's like, we got to wait till the backstory's locked, and then, then you'll, we'll get, there's I, some my time. My guess is that the whole, Right, man. My guess is at the end they're gonna lock in all, you know, <laughs> nine episode nine and ten. They'll they'll lock in the whole thing. Right? Yeah, it's all gonna come together, and I'm sure you're gonna get more of that 98 footage that everybody's been talking about from the vault. But at the same time, like I was saying, the group message, like, yeah, there's only so much you're gonna get from peak MJ at that point in time. I'm mean, not even peak, like at that point in time, MJ, right? Like, yeah, you said he's already, yeah, he, he's insulated. He's not gonna, like, You're not gonna get much raw footage. Yeah, like the car ride with the Mad Rashad. Come on, man, stop playing. Down forty-one. Come on, forty-one with to ninety-four. Two, like, yeah, stop playing. With the with the two tray license plate. Oh, with the red with the candy red range. What? <laughs> Nobody was yeah, doing it was that hard. ninety-eight. That shit was yeah, it was serious. Hard. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, but I mean, lots to talk about, right? Right. The dream team. We're gonna go through that. We're gonna go through the 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 infamous scrimmage. You gotta, I got, you got, some, some I, got take. A, I got a take. I got a take. I want to get off my chest. You're, about on, this you're on fire with that one. Um, we're gonna talk about that. We'll talk about the Kukos dynamic. I thought that was. I didn't realize they played twice that year. Yeah. Leading they up played in the championship, the, yeah. The finals. Yeah, I didn't realize that. So we'll talk about that. Then we'll get to. A, we'll go from Olympics and Dream Team, and then we'll get into the gambling, the '93 season. Barkley, yeah. all that Paxson shot, and then uh, we we know what's coming after that, right? Yeah. Like he retires. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about going and all that. We'll talk about the gambling, which is gonna um, be a whole episode. You know, I feel like the retirement they they like completely left that alone. They didn't even touch it. They kind of left the championship and fast forwarded right away after that. Yeah. So you right. know, you know, they're saving a whole episode for that. That's a whole part, a whole flashback. Well, and they kind of left it <laughs> off with Rashad, like, yeah, like we're gonna. This is me pulling into the arena. Right. But which which brought me to was, another thing that I was thinking about as I've been watching this. Yo, is there a safer gig in America than being a marquee sports announcer? Like as we're watching this, it's the same. It's the same cats. It's, they're still around to this day. You got Costas. You got uh, Marv Albert, who's got to be 100 years old. You got Ahmad Rashad. Like, these dudes are all still out here getting money. It's the same guys. Yeah, if you're good at it. <laughs> if you're good, you're If A1. you're good, you're locked in. Like, yeah. Dude, Costas? Costas? Is, I, I'm sorry. I'm, Costas is underappreciated yeah. if you really want to know some shit. Well, they had Chris. Like, yeah. Yeah, Costas is a legend. But, yeah, I, I, I feel what you're saying. Like, if you're good at your gig, especially that one, you're going to be around. Yeah, dude, that, and th- this is 30 years ago. Yeah. The young Chris yeah, Fowler, man. like all that. Right, right, right. Um, all right, let's jump right into it. The Dream Team. Special time, man. I know we were just talking about how you think M92 MJ is the most elite MJ. Yeah. Um, It was a special time because, you know, that was the official start of the new chapter with Mike being anointed by magic and all those guys he had already come off of uh that was his second straight championship um he was in that club now he won two in a row you know magic and larry had done so um 
he was in that club, and now he's like, yo, I'm in the club, but now I'm getting ready to take over. I'm going for three straight. Right, yeah. Once you get that second one, it's like the first one that people could always say it's a fluke. Once you get the second one, it's like that validation. When you go for three in a row, it's a, you know, it's obviously elite. Well, it was, it was unprecedented. Nobody had, no done, had done, it. done it. Yeah, no one had done yeah. it. Yeah. So Barcelona, that footage is dope. Like him riding in the car on the way to the gold medal, the gold medal ceremony. We'll get to that yeah. about talking about the Reebok and you know having like a little uh, espresso in the car on the way. I thought the espresso. Like, I thought the espresso cup in Barcelona in the van is one of the, the the biggest power moves I've ever seen in the whole documentary so far. That shit was hard. <laughs> that shit was super I'm hard. A little, <laughs> I'm a little tired. I've been good. We've been doing a lot of car playing. I've been kicking been it. A lot of hoops. Uh, I'm gonna need a little, a little yeah. espresso. On I the need a little there. espresso cup in the ceramic joint. Like I need that yeah. ASAP. ASAP, Rocky. Like, yeah, yeah. Man, this is uh, this is not, this is not a game out no, here. I'm working game. hard out here. I need that Cortada. And I, I, had se- <laughs> <laughs> and I had seen that footage a bunch of him just from different documentaries and stuff, but him walking by. His billboard, which I thought was dope. Yeah. You know, the Nike billboard in Barcelona. He's walking down the street and he turns the corner and looks up and sees that same, you know, the, the, you walking by yourself. Larger than life. Yeah. Yeah. I think he actually was. Yeah. It was crazy. Right. Exactly. Right. Um, so let's talk about the Dream Team roster. The Isaiah Thomas thing comes up right away. Of course. Um, does that mean we get another week of Isaiah Thomas doing interviews, talking about? I don't, I, dude, that might be the last we hear from Isaiah, bro. Oh, Never. you talk about no, no. Talk about this week. Oh yeah, last week he did his full press tour. I mean, he had the whole he had the whole thing going on. I saw Isaiah Thomas on every on Monday on the Monday after last week's two episodes. He was on every single show. He did get up in the morning. Then he went straight to get up. He went to first take. I saw him on Jalen. I saw him on Jalen and Jacoby. I think he did Jay Hood at like eleven thirty. <laughs> he did everybody, right. man. <laughs> he did Jay Hood. He did Jay Hood. He called in. He's like, "Hello, y'all still on?" <laughs> yeah, I got some more to say yeah, about is, Mike. This is Zeke checking in, but um, yeah, yeah, no. So that we do you think? Well, we obviously know that Mike's hatred for Isaiah was that high, where he wasn't. He essentially was saying, "Yo, I'm not going to play the on the Olympic squad." If y'all invite Isaiah, it's just known. Like, that was just what it was. I thought it was interesting that he angled it and talked about, hey, I wasn't the only guy that didn't fuck with Isaiah. Larry didn't fuck with Isaiah. Magic didn't fuck with Isaiah. Pippen didn't fuck with Isaiah. It was like half the roster, right? Like, everyone always blames it on me, and if you want to do that, cool. But nobody got along with Isaiah. Yeah, and I think that, yeah, exactly. And I like how they touched on that because if you remember, Isaiah said that shit about Larry Bird. If he wasn't white, no one would like him as much. He said shit about, he had issues with Scotty. He had issues with everybody. So remember him and Magic Johnson had to have like the public reunion on TV a couple of years ago. Remember like they hugged it out on NBA TV over some like televised program where they talked it out. So it's not like Isaiah was right. popular. Like Isaiah Thomas is a hell of a ball player. Like that's no disputing, back-to-back champion, like Hall of Famer. But he is not a popular player. Like people do not like him to this day. But like hey, yeah, hey. to this day, like nobody fucks with him. So that doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all. Like I think Mike got blamed for it, and obviously he's the driving force behind it. But I don't think anybody was rushing up to Isaiah's defense, even though his coach was the head coach of the team. Like that's telling for you right there. Like nobody wanted him on the team. Right. Yeah. I didn't even hit you, yo. Chuck, Chuck Daly. Even Chuck was like, mm, "I'm not bringing him into this." You didn't see Chuck. You didn't see Chuck saying like, "Yo, if my guy's not on, I might not be able to coach." Like, and they're so good. That might have been extreme, but yeah, that's a good point. And that team is so good. The only thing that's going to throw them off is some chemistry shit, right? So, knowing that nobody fucks with Isaiah, you're not going to bring him overseas, have him throw off the whole vibe. They're over there being ambassadors and all that, like. Nah, it's not gonna happen. And you know Zeke was yeah, at the crib. Talk, high. He talked about. Yeah. He talked about the vibe. Like, man, yeah. if Isaiah was here, this, the vibe wouldn't even. Be it wouldn't like have been this. the same. We couldn't have kicked it like that because people had active beef with them. Multiple people. Like they don't fuck with them. I, Jordan said it again. I don't. I don't like him. You know what I mean? Like it's it's active to this day. He does not fuck with them. So yeah, I think that shit would have thrown off the entire vibe. Isaiah is one hundred percent right though. Like he obviously had the credentials. 
I was, oh yeah, he was very qualified. <laughs> so I was talking to my girl about him. We, I was like, I was trying to think of like what would be the equivalent of what player today being left off. She's like, would that be like Steph Curry? I'm like, nah, not quite. Like Steph is like a two time MVP. Like Steph is probably, but I don't know. Like who would it be? Like who would you compare that to being left off that team? I felt like Steph might be a step above Isaiah, but maybe not. Man, it would it would like almost Russ, be but like Russ got no it, hardware. It would almost be like, well, yeah, I mean, I, I guess if you, he's got MVP, but yeah, maybe like a Russ Westbrook, like that caliber of player. Yeah, that caliber of player, maybe even like a somebody has got to be perfect. Kyrie. Nah, I feel like Kyrie could get left off. Yeah, well, maybe like a James Harden. Perfect. Yeah. You know what I'm like saying? It, it would like, have to be personal. Yo, obviously this guy's been like he's an MVP. Talking about James, like it's like yeah, he deserves to be on the squad. But like, but like LeBron doesn't rock with you like that. So it's sorry. just not happening. Yeah, you're not coming. Yeah, like you could be as big as you want to, but you're not big as LeBron. Well, it was so, like LeBron like, doesn't mess with you. KD doesn't mess with you. Right. Chris like, Paul's not too fond of you either. And that's a, an extension of LeBron. So, exactly. Yeah. No, nah, you could stay at the crib. So, yeah, I mean, that's tough, man, because that team is forever going to go down. And, and as just there's so much lure to him and that Isaiah is not a part of that is kind of criminal. But I guess you, you, you dig your own grave. It is what it is. Well, he still talks about it all the time. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, he, he again, he's justified to feel the way he does. But, hey, yeah, major bed, you got to lie in it. People don't fuck with you. Move on. That's what it, yeah, that's hey. what it is. It yeah, is what it is. Tuck, tuck yourself in nice and tight, my nice boy. Nice and tight. Good. <laughs> sleep, hey. sleep tight, sleep my tight. boy. They still got the gold. They didn't, they didn't need you. Yeah, facts. Um, let's, let's bring this Kukos dynamic into the fold. Um, Cross loved him, drafted him. Obviously, when you bump into guys like Mike Alpha dudes, and they don't they don't do word of mouth very well. No, not at all. Uh, uh this guy Kukos can play. Okay, maybe Mike, Mike didn't respect Clyde Drexler. He's not going to respect Tony Kukos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that yeah, that's actually a good point. It's like, yo, Clyde. So like Clyde was good. I had to show. He was okay. <laughs> they tried to put him in the same breath as me. That really bothered me. No, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Rub me the wrong way. The Clyde was so a I'm threat. Go out and kill him. <laughs> you see how he said that? Yeah. Clyde was a, kind of a threat. <laughs> yeah, he's like, not really, though. Not really. I wasn't worried. Yeah, we'll get in. I guess we'll get into Clyde, and then we talk about the shrug game and all that stuff. But um, Kukos dynamic was interesting because, obviously, and the Kraus loved him, wanted him to be a part of the fold. And the more Kraus liked stuff, the more Jordan didn't like stuff. Um, I thought it was interesting to hear Kukos talk about how he was completely unaware of like what was going on in Chicago, how maybe people were perceiving him out there. He was kind of just dealing with you know his war torn country, playing ball, and he wasn't really aware of you know what people thought of him in Chicago or Mike or Pip or whatever. It was before the internet, no internet, no Twitter, no yeah, Instagram. You don't really, like, you don't really know what's going on. Yeah, what do you think about that? I thought the whole thing. I mean, I've obviously I've heard that story before. If you've seen the Dream Team documentary, they talked about yeah. it. But um, I like I like how they kind of tie that into the whole story and just really showing how much hatred they had for Kraus. Like obviously it wasn't personal. Nothing against Kukoc. They didn't know Kukoc from another guy, but they knew that Kraus loved him. Kraus wanted to replace, you know, sound like wanted to replace Pippen with him. He was more interested in negotiating with Kukoc than he was with Pippen. Jordan said, yeah. oh, this dude likes, you know, this guy more than he likes his own kids, the ones who are giving him everything. So obviously when they got a chance to face him and he's not their teammate, like, come on, that's, that's a, that, you, you knew it was on. This is like, a, this is, that's what those and, guys, and, guys and, dream for. And Magic needs to chill with that whole, like, oh, I thought that that was unfair. They, they were out of line. I think it was Magic that said that, like, no, nah, they weren't at all. Like, that's what you do. But, again, you know, they showed how Kukoc responded in the next game. So, obviously, you know, shout out to him. He had a great career. Um, but I don't blame them. I don't think they did anything wrong. I thought it was great. I thought it was great that they wanted to guard him. I thought it was great they wouldn't let him do anything. I thought it was great that they were fired up for it. And I thought it was great that the other teammates kind of had their back with it, too. Like, I thought that was cool. That part I hadn't heard before. 
like the other guys were fired up to play against them too because they knew how important well, it was to Pippen Jordan. That too. And then Barkley coming out after <laughs> like, yo, y'all are talking about how much you're going to pay Kukoc. If, if you spend any more money, it needs to be with Scottie Pippen. 100%. Like, like, straight like that. Straight, like, straight like that. Yeah, no questions asked. So, yeah, yeah. that was dope. That yeah. was real dope. I thought that was, yeah. But, I mean, again, shout out Kukoc. He handled it. A lot of players would have folded on that. Like they said, like who coach had obviously seen some shit. He had been through some shit. Well, he did fold up in the first game. Yeah, but I mean, he came back. He bounced back. He I'm saying a lot of people would have been like, game. yeah, like I'm not coming back to the NBA. And he even said he was making more money over there. So he could have pulled the Miritich. He could have pulled yeah. the Miritich. Because <laughs> hey, what did Kukoc say? He said, and I'm not talking about a little money. <laughs> He's talking about I'm millions about, of dollars. I'm talking about two, he said two or three million. I'm talking about a like, quick side note. Like, when I used to work out in Deerfield, I would seek Tony Kukoc every single day. Um, yeah, you told me. Oh, you every, talked about literally that. every single day, like not even an exaggeration. Every single day at the Starbucks uh, next to me. Shout out Tony Kukoc. Play, played golf, go sit at Starbucks, didn't do shit. Apparently, he yeah. just owned strip clubs in Croatia, and that was how he got his money now. That Alleged, how allegedly, allegedly, I'm not breaking nothing. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, yeah, he responded to that shit. I mean, that was that was that was that was tough. How were they saying his name? Kukach, Kukach, Tony Kukach, Kukach, Kukach. Yeah, like all types of shit they said. Disrespecting him. Super disrespect. Um, let's talk about this scrimmage, man. Yeah. I, you think my take is hot? I don't think it's that hot. You feel me? Like, I don't think the take is that hot. First off, where can we can we get a release of the full scrimmage? They obviously have it recorded. Yeah. Where, where's the where's that tape at? I think too many people can are gonna get, get embarrassed. Tape? Nah, too many Can feelings. we get that tape? Too many hurt feelings. But anyway, from what I've seen, you know, listen, and I get and I trust Magic and and you know and Mike talks about how much he appreciated the practices and like they they straight up asked him like what did you appreciate the most about you know 92 Barcelona and he said the camaraderie and the practices they were top level top notch whatever the the, the whole narrative of like this is the toughest scrimmage of all time like, what does that actually mean? Like, it was a tough practice? No, I, I, I don't. I like, don't people are. So, I, so I, I guess before we get into it, my take on the whole thing is that this scrimmage wasn't, like, the toughest game of all time, like, they're trying to pump it up as. Like, it was a competitive practice, but people are trying to say, like, this is when Magic anointed Jordan and gave him the throne was at this scrimmage. It's like. I think it's overblown. Yeah, I think that whole part of it is overblown as far as, like, the passing of the torch. I think they're really just saying, like, overall, probably the whole Barcelona experience as far as Michael being that alpha throughout the entire trip was probably the passing yeah, of the torch. Yeah, they said that alpha, alpha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure throughout, again, the, the entire trip. Stars. Yeah, going from Monte Carlo, all the plays. Didn't they start in Oregon first, and then they went up to Monte Carlo, and they did some other shit? I watched the documentary recently, but um, – <laughs> As far as the game, I mean, bro, you know, pickup ball is different. Like, pickup ball is different. Like, there's certain dudes who in pickup ball, it's, it's pretty much man man to man. You know, it's the it's whole, who can, hoop. Mano mano. can you hoop, can you not? We don't care about the other stuff. Can you hoop or can you not? So when you got 10 of the guy, best players in the league playing a game of pickup ball, like, it's different. So, yeah, I think you're not you're not calling set players. You don't have coaches getting in the way. You don't have referees in the game like that obviously they had refs but you don't have people calling the game like that it's a whole different thing so when you got that going at it and it's for pride and these dudes are never going to play that competitive a game against each other like that ever again um i don't think it's like nowadays where everybody's in california and playing in the summer and you know you might if you're at that right la fitness you might see that right game like i think this was a once in a lifetime opportunity for that plus with all the storylines going on you had the passing of the torch with magic and bird like we just talked about but you had Jordan coming up. You had a lot of young players. You had Barkley versus Malone. So I think if you really the one the version that like we talked about it before, the one that I sent you last week when Magic tells the story on the Dream Team documentary, I thought makes it a lot better because he talks about how it was Clyde versus Mike, it was Barkley versus um, Malone, and obviously it was Magic versus Mike too. And you know he adds his little flair to the whole story. But when he told it in that way, like I mean I, I think I don't think that game is overhyped at all. Like I think. Nah, 
I think the pass of the torch narrative about that game in particular, it's not like the whole after the locker room, they're like, yeah, that guy, he's next. Like, no, nah, I don't Yo, think that listen, happened. But, <laughs> I don't think that happened. <laughs> let, but that but game, like, come on. That game you, was wild, bro. Come on. If you put yeah, the best, I mean, 10 best NBA players right now, threw them in the gym and just said play, like that shit would be crazy. I'm sure it was like the second quarter uh, – Third quarter of the All Star game. Oh like, wow! Competitive. Nah. All Star game. I don't, motherfuckers man, There's no if cameras. You people, if you hear people talk about this game, it's like the tough. It's like the, the most the most hard nosed basketball game ever ever played in on history of, of Earth. And I just don't think it was that tough. And if you go look at the footage, a lot of these shots, Mike was getting up, and a lot of these shots, everybody was getting up. I didn't. It wasn't no crazy closeout D or none of that shit. It was a lot of it was a lot of open ass. Look, go watch the tape. You're seeing selected we, we, we footage. No, we don't have the tape. <laughs> Give me the tape. Produce no. the tape. Well, watch it. I'll tell you how I feel about it after that. But we're just seeing a yeah, couple clips I mean, here and there. But yeah, I guess that's true. All but, we have is but, the word of mouth about it. And we've heard several players be like, "Yeah, this game was crazy." Literally every bucket I see that we have seen is a, a not really a contested shot. Okay, so that's I guess I mean maybe maybe, maybe where I pulled that from. I'm, but. I'm sure part of it is atmosphere too. You know, just the atmosphere, the mood, and the gym. Again, like we just said, right. pickleball is that mano imano. He wasn't there's, there, huh? He wasn't there. There's other he things going there, on, bro. man. Like <laughs> if, if I feel like you're coming for me, and like I got my chance right now to go at you, like no holds barred. Like yeah, this shit might have been different. So we don't, we don't need the flash. You wasn't with them shooting in the gym. He wasn't there. <laughs> you, wasn't there. Son, you wasn't there. You weren't bro. there, man. Like, I, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. Fair but again, enough, I do enough. agree with the pass of the torch shit. That whole, like, after the game, locker room, ice on the knees. Like, yeah. It's a new sheriff in town. Like, that shit is probably overblown. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I'll close it like this. I just think it's a little overhyped. I'm sure it was okay. great ball, but I, I think it's, I think that that story. Is is just a little overhyped, and like when we were talking uh, in the group message, they brought up like, "Oh, I heard Chris Mullen talking about it last week. He confirms it. What the <laughs> fuck is? What else is Chris Mullen gonna say? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, of of course, anytime you bring up uh, the '92 Barcelona dream team to Chris Mullen. On your podcast, he's gonna tell you it was the craziest scrimmage he's ever been a part. No, of. no disrespect to Chris Muller, but yeah, that was the best. That was one of the best moments of his life. Yeah, um, like hundred percent. So that's right? funny you mentioned that because I was thinking about it. Well, the only question I have for you is like, what player on that dream team squad do you think was the most overmatched in that scrimmage? Is it Chris? Well, Muller? it's obvious. It's obviously no, Leitner. not Leitner. Leitner. Leitner he, assuming Leitner didn't play. Oh, um, I got the roster I mean, in front of me he, if you need it, but yeah. No, I know the roster. It's got to be Mullen, right? Is it Mullen? Yeah, it's got to be Mullen. You think Stockton? I mean, Stock- maybe, maybe, Stock- maybe I was just going to say, maybe, maybe nah, Stockton. Probably just because, a beast in a pickup game. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, people. yeah, I, I could, like, if you put Stockton and Mike together, it'd be, it's a bucket. <laughs> it's a bucket. So, yeah, I mean, I get that. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, it has to be Leitner, Mullen. Mullen. I mean, he, Mullen's probably the worst player on that team. Yeah, Bird's probably not even playing because his back is completely shot. Well, that was what—that's right? what Bird's. That's what uh, Magic said. Bird didn't play. Right, Bird's Bird's back is in shambles. The whole Olympics. prime Barkley, prime Ewing, who's not even American. Um, oh wow, is that, you got something to say about that? He's Jamaican, but it's all good. You said you said you said he shouldn't even be on the squad. I mean, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, he's not American. It's all good, though. I mean, oh, wow. like, he's not even like came to America when he was like three. I think he came to America when he was like 19. He came straight to Georgetown, but it's all good. Um, uh, yeah, he shouldn't even be on the squad. He just, said, that's the finesse. He, he would have averaged like 70 for Jamaica. Ooh, um, that's funny. Yeah, it's probably his Mullen. No business. Yeah, I mean, and Mullen, and and to to just to know how crazy that squad was. Mullen's Hall of Famer. Mullen was was nasty. Dog, Mullen was the. You want to know something crazy? Chris Mullen was the third leading scorer on that squad. Well, yeah, they taught I me. Come on, dog. No, they were, yeah. he was getting all the minutes. Yeah, he was third leading scorer on that squad. Who do you think led that team in scoring? Uh, David Robinson. Nope. Shout out the Admiral though. Shout out to Admiral. Shout out to Admiral yeah. who, problem. Who did lead? Who did lead the league? Uh, who did lead them in scoring? Okay, Barkley. Okay, yeah, I can. Barkley has sixteen. Barkley, Barkley was a dog. Clyde the Glide, Malone, Mullen. Yeah. You got minutes per on there? Uh, 
It's not give me the minutes, nah. Okay, word. But I mean, um, you can look by like field goal attempts and stuff. I mean, Barkley obviously played a ton of minutes. Mike played a ton of minutes. Malone played a ton of minutes. Mullen played a ton of minutes. Robinson played a ton of minutes. John Stockton shot six shots the entire thing. He only played in yeah, two games had, though. He must have been hurt. Yeah, I could, I could see, I could see him not shooting at all. Yeah. Um. Then they win the they win the championship or they win the gold medal, I should say, and. I never heard that story of uh, I think I might have, but I didn't really. It didn't really. It was re- it was. I got a good refresher when I heard about you know the Reebok and how he didn't want to. He was just as competitive as hoops, and he that extended over to Nike, where that was those were his boys. He, I'm not rocking no. Like he was signing guy. the check. Yeah, I'm not rocking Reebok. I'm not rocking Adidas. I'll rock this little champion jersey because that's the league sponsorship, but I'm not I'm not I'm not rocking none of that. No way. Right. And he uh, said, Yeah, I'll wear it. I'll throw the flag over there. Nobody's gonna say anything about that. That's a clever, that's a great yo, move, though. I wonder if that's a that, David Falk or if that's a Michael Jordan joint. That was absolutely <laughs> it was masterfully done. I'll just oh, you don't I told you I don't want to wear this this Reebok, but they're not gonna say shit to me if I just throw a USA flag in America. On it. Yeah, all day. Come on, yeah. dog. Like genius. Yeah, love it. It's genius. Let's move over to the 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 thick part of the episode. The real the thick gambling. part. Oh, I thought you were going to the other thick part. What? Uh, we can hit it later if you want. But yeah, I was gonna ask you about where you were on the whole. They 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 touched on the race shit for a minute. Oh, uh, his, yeah. Let's hit that. Yeah. Should we hit that? You want to hit that and hit the 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 shrug game? Yeah, I feel like we can't we can't okay. fly over that that whole subject because yeah, yeah, it yeah, is something yeah, that's yeah, been yeah. around the the Jordan narrative forever. Is the fact that he has always been the perception of him being out there is not you know being political, not being as pro black as people would have liked him to be. To me, Republicans by sneaks. Yeah, too. but I've always been clear on this, man. Like I think. People need to chill with this whole, like, yo, if you're a famous black person, it is your responsibility to speak for every other black person in America. And that shit might be a hot take. It might be controversial. But, like, I think too often, like, yo, my man's was just trying to hoop. That's it. Especially back then, like, he was just trying to hoop. And I get, like, if you want to compare him to LeBron, LeBron does his thing. Like, shout out LeBron. He's big on that shit. Like, he does a lot for everybody, and he's a great leader. But if he didn't, I wouldn't look at him any less. You know what I mean? I think that Mike getting heat for not helping a senator in North Carolina get elected is a reach. It's a reach to me. Like, it's a reach to me. And maybe he didn't have to make the Republicans wear a sneakers stop comment, and if it was just said as a joke, like the reporter that leaked it's a clown. Yeah, uh, I'm going to tell you, but, yeah. and he even touched on it. 100% he said that. It wasn't like he, he was asked in a press conference yeah. about, he was like, well, you know, Republicans buy Nikes too. He was kicking it with the guys like, man, fuck that shit. I, I, I'm not commenting on no politics. Everybody, those boys, Republicans buy sneakers too. Like, I, I'm that's not it. really worried. Yeah. I'm not, that's it. I agree 100%, right? But yeah. Um, it's tough though, man. Like when you're an African-American in some of these spots that people, you have a massive stage and you have these opportunities to, to plug. And that, and that seemed like a, I mean, I don't know the details on that. Right. But that seemed like an easy one. That wasn't like a, uh, in 2020 terms, it seems easy, but we're talking about 30 years ago. Yeah. There's a lot of controversial, stuff that happens where you, you people are split on it and you could go either way that seemed like a clear cut one if he was going to comment but i i get what you're saying but if you don't know sure about it, it yeah well right and that's kind of what he said right he's I like look man, i don't i'm not speaking for this dude i don't know i'll send him some cash you know what i'm saying right mm-hmm. like I, i'll couple, contribute couple to the yeah. campaign i thought that was clever too mike be like I, hey I, I mean i contributed yeah, mike 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 will never be like i did nothing hey i gave him yeah, some bread I, <laughs> and but, I would love to see how much bread it was, but yeah, it's, it's probably a little stupid, couple hundred. But either way, I just felt like you know what I'm saying. Like the, again, like that's a stretch. I've never been big on the whole like it's your responsibility, it's your duty. Like you need yeah. to you need to carry the burden of 
you know what I'm saying, the entire race on your back. Like, if that's something that you choose, like, again, like, if you're being like Barack Obama, you're the president of the United States, again, that's a whole completely different situation. So, like, if you're going into that that realm, um, that's fine. But if you're an athlete, like, I don't, I don't look up to athletes to be, like, my role models as far as how they act. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think Michael Jordan's one of the greatest people of all time, like, as far as, like, he's an idol of mine as far as my childhood. And, like, I, I look up to him like that. But, like, if I found out that he was a terrible dude, I think we already know that he's not necessarily the greatest guy on, on the on the planet. It doesn't right. bother me, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's certain things you can do where I'm out, obviously. Um, but I don't need you to... I don't need you to speak for black people. I don't need anybody to speak for me. I don't need anybody to speak for black people. I don't need anybody to feel obligated to speak for black people. Yeah, and I think, I mean, it's always a plus when, they, when they're willing to do it, right? Sure. And they want to do it. So that's great. But, like, I mean, how I, where I, fought, like, where I stand on it is it's you do whatever you want. Do what you want, man. Do what you want to do. do. You like, wanna if, you do. Wanna, if you want to speak on it and you want to be an activist, cool. If you want to just hoop and do your thing, cool. I don't know if people should be looking to athletes to be the voice of a race or like uh, have political type actions when that's that's just not their area of expertise. And I think it's one of those things where like Jordan didn't do anything that he didn't have an edge in or didn't feel like he had the ups on. Exactly, and that's and that would go for commenting on politics that he doesn't know shit about. He's not worried like, about it's, it. It's, it's not in his it's radar. It's no different. It's no different than anything else he's doing. It's, it's you know when, he, when you put it up against that quote, it makes him seem like he doesn't care, and it makes it seem like he's a sellout and all that. But obviously, like he just said, that quote was a bunch of bullshit. It was taken out of context, and it was somebody who probably you know took something off the record and reported on it, but. Again, yeah, he didn't go in a press conference and be like, no, nah, I don't give a fuck about this dude running Republicans buy shoes to vote for whoever you want to, yada, yada, yada. Right. He just chose yeah, not to comment. Him. I'm just not touching on it. I'm just right. not touching it. And, that, and that's something that's dogged him forever. I think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar came out and said something about it um, in his documentary. So, again, yeah, it's always been something that's kind of – About Jordan me. specifically? Yeah, he, or said that, like he, told, whole... he said – the quote was, I think he said, Michael chose profit over activism. Hmm. Yeah. I've actually heard that. Yeah. Um but that's his choice. And it's, it's his choice. You can make that choice. Yeah, facts. 100%, right? And who knows if he was consciously doing that? And did he did he maybe have some Nike birdies in his ear? Like stay as far away from activism or political stuff maybe, but who knows, right? Yeah. Like he just didn't want to get involved. It's just not what he did. And that's it's not my thing, man. Maybe he just wasn't thing. interested in it. Yeah, it's just not my thing. I'm a hooper, man. I'm here to ball. I'm here to hoop. That's yeah. it. Give me rock. <laughs> um, but then yeah, so then we go into ninety two. We got the shrug game. Um You know what it might be? Part of me might not like not appreciate how magic tries to make a lot of these Jordan stories. Like he tries to place himself as like a big part of all these Jordan. He's a storyteller. Like, yo, uh, the shrug game was all me because I was beating him in cards the night before. (laughs) Like that shit kind of rubbed me the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just love magic. The reason (laughs) why Jordan, the reason why Jordan went crazy on the trailblazers and Drexler is because I was busting his ass the night before in cards. It's like mm, pipe down, ma- Magic. Like, yeah, I don't know about that. Magic but. was always at the center of everything. Yeah, yeah, like Magic's like you know I work for NBC. Yeah, and I was at over his crib night was before. Crib and he's night like, before, yeah. You know, you know what I was going to do to this boy, but then I really got him fired up when I busted him in cards. So that's really why he went off for a uh, 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 NBA Finals record breaking three point performance because it was all about Magic Johnson. Yeah, because Magic did it. It's like, man, sit your ass down, Magic. Yeah, okay. he went crazy on Clyde just because they were comparing him to, they were comparing him and talking about them on the same level. It wasn't like that, and Magic had to had to. I mean, Mike had to remind remind folks that this is my league and I'm at the top of it. Yeah, and I'm not going to be compared to Clyde Drexler. Yeah, at not, all. Not, not today. It's not going to happen. Not going to be able to do it. 
you got anything else you want to talk about before we get into this gambling? Um, no, nah, I really just want again. I want to kind of touch on that race thing because I thought it was interesting they went there. Yeah, I mean it is, and it's and it's a. It's always going to be a touchy subject because you just love to see it when it's happening. So when you get a guy in a position to actually like we feel like can make a difference, and he doesn't really want to, people take offense to that. They get they yeah. get. They get hurt off that. So well, everybody likes oh, yeah, to talk man, about what they what would do if do. they were in that position. But yeah, at the end of the day, do what you want to do. As long as you're not actively hurting people or you know whatever it might be, he's he's good. Right. Facts. Um, let's get to the gambling. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this off top. I already knew all not all the stories, but most of the ones I've been reading or hearing about. I already knew most of them. This 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 part of the MJ whole aura makes me love him more. Like, people are saying this is a negative, that this was going to affect his reputation, this, that, the third. For me, it makes me love Mike more than I already loved him. I love how he explained it, too. He's like, it was a hobby. <laughs> what do you mean? 10000 a hole? It's a hobby. My family, my family wasn't hurting. Trust me, we were fine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm not, we're good. It's a hobby. Um, uh, what are you talking about? Yeah, it just adds to the legend. The fact that they got the footage of him gambling with the people, uh, the security guards. Um, the fact that obviously, you know, before to blow off some steam, he hits Atlantic City. Why not? People, Robin hit Vegas in the middle of the finals, right? Um, a few years after that. So, yeah. Bro, I mean, I think, but think about now. I mean, and it was obviously a huge deal then. Yeah. But to, to lose game one. Then do have the Atlantic City sit come up and then lose and then you lose game two. That's and then and then that's why he stopped talking to the media and didn't want to deal with it. But man, you know, that, you know what's funny about that? Uh, this week on the timeline, I saw they showed a picture of that Giants shit with Victor Cruz and Odell Beckham when they hit the boat on a yeah. Monday on a Monday before a game. Like it was a whole six days before the game that they went out there to South Beach and they <laughs> right, got all types right. of heat for that. Like, how right. dare you do that? And, you know, talking about Jordan doing it the day of. So, yeah, obviously it's a, it's a different time, a different era as far as how that was covered. But he obviously got heat for it. But today, forget about it. It would have been all you read about. I think Harden got heat for going to the strip club after a playoff series loss. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he did. He partied. Like, like he should have went home and, and, and sulked. Like, what? Yeah, going out. Same thing you do when something bad happens to you. You go out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Gronk went out after they everybody. Like well, Gronk can't. You know, Gronk Gronk turned uh, water into wine and all types of things like that. So it's all good. Yeah, they don't never have anything bad to say about Gronk. Nothing at all. Nothing. No, hey, listen. <laughs> Andy Dalton got seven million. That's all I'm gonna say. They don't got nothing to say about. Yeah, let's keep, let's keep uh, it moving. Yeah, facts. <laughs> um, but yeah, it makes me like makes me like Mike more. The competitiveness, the the willing to. He just didn't live by how he just did whatever he wanted. Dude, he was young and he made a bunch of money. He was on top of the world and he was crazy yeah. competitive. And yes, and it never affected the stuff on the floor. Not so at it all. Doesn't Not a matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And then what? He comes back in game three against the Knicks, and I think he goes for what? Did he score 50, 54, I think? 54. 54 in game three. I'm tired of hearing everybody talk. I'm going I'm to go ahead and remind y'all what time it is. So here's a 50 piece, and then they go on to win the series, right? They, they win four straight. Can I give you? I mean, it's part. Of, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, can I give you? Can I give you a surprise? Yeah. I loved those Knicks teams when I was a kid. I uh, dude, I mean, they're like, hard not to like. I had a Patrick Ewing jersey. My dad, my dad threw it away. Oh wow! He threw it away. You liked him like that? Like I, Patrick Ewing was my second favorite. Well, not my, I mean, non-bull. He was my favorite non-bull in the league. Loved him. I would. This was one of those. Uh, that was one of those games, the game three, where you could have cleaned up as a gambler. Like Jordan in Chicago. Yeah. 54. Like he's not, they're not about to go down 3 0. Come on, dog. Stop. I think they won by 20 points. What, 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 what do you think the line was? The line was probably Bulls minus seven. <laughs> minus seven. <laughs> yeah, something like I swear to God, it was probably easy, something like that. Easy money. We should, we should try to find that old those those old lines, but um. But yeah, no, I was I was uh, I liked I liked uh, I liked the Knicks, but I had to hate them because of the Bulls. But yeah, I was. 
That was like that was like my. I mean, they had a th- dude. That was they were a very Chicago I love that squad. style squad. Mace Oakley, Ewing, Starks, Doc, Xavier McDaniel, Doc, Pat Pat, Pat Riley, Riley on the bench, and shout out Pat Riley, Riley in the interview. You see Pat Riley, the all white in the interview, the little, uh, the little cream, uh, the little cream fit. Just stop it. Well, <laughs> I see you, Pat. Hey, South Beach Big is Green chilling. Pit, what? South Beach yeah. is chilling. Yes. Yeah. Big, big chilling. Yeah. Um. So the media, that's part, that's the media's job. They're going to take a story like that. You went to Atlantic City and you was out gambling and you all took an L. They're going to run with that all day. Um. But they get by the Knicks. Then uh, they get to the MVP, Barkley. I know we were talking about pulling up uh, the 93 season, the stats. I'm about to MVP right here? Now. Yeah. Well, he's got it. Go ahead. I was going to say, while you're doing that, um, I love that, the, that they kind of highlight the whole Barkley thing because I feel like he's one of those dudes that if you're kind of of that really younger generation, you have no idea like how good of a basketball player Charles Barkley was. You kind of see him as like – not as a punchline, but you see him more of as like a comedian. You know, he hosts Inside the NBA. He gets into beef with current well, players. People forget. people forget Charles Barkley was a league MVP. Charles Barkley led a team to the NBA Finals. Like, Charles Barkley is one of the best players to ever play the game. So I thought it was dope um, that, you know, again, like, yeah, a lot of this younger generation that has no idea about Barkley. Like, even when I was watching with my girl, she was like, oh, I didn't realize, like, Barkley was like that. I'm like, no, Barkley was a bad man. Like, that's why this whole like Draymond thing or like Draymond going at Barkley and being like you're not shit and all that like listen bro Draymond needs to cool it, a hundred percent needs to cool it like you, you like it's, it's 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 absurd um, that he even feels like he can even talk about Charles Barkley on a basketball court. Draymond could never win an MVP ever, but besides that, yeah, I, thought, I think it's dope that uh, you know get to see those whole Barkley highlights. This man was a monster. Dude, he was he was a real dog, bro. A problem. The round mound or rebound. All right, well, before I pull up these stats, I was looking at can you name the entire first team of the 92-93? Or that was the 93-94 season. No, that was not your 93 season. Olajuwon, Barkley, uh Jordan. M- Mike, Mike, obviously. Yeah, Olajuwon, Barkley, Jordan. Isaiah, am I am I four for four? No, no Isaiah. This is ninety two uh, ninety three. I'll Isaiah. tell you, I got you. Gary Payton. <laughs> no, <laughs> Michael Jordan, Akeem Olajuwon, Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, Mark Price. Mark Price was first team All NBA. First team All NBA ninety two ninety three. Shout, out, shout Mark out Mark Price. Price. I wasn't too bad. I was like three for five. Yeah, 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 second team, Larry Johnson, Dominique, Patrick, Hewing, Joe Dumars, John Stockton. Shout out, Neek, and Grandmama. Dude, rest in peace, Drazen Petrovic, third team, yeah. all NBA. Great okay. 30 for 30, uh, once brothers. Oh, man, really Great good one. 30 for really, 30. Really good 30 for 30. All right, let me see. 92 and 92 93. This is this is Charles Barkley's line. My internet's slowing up on me. Um, he 26. What the fuck? My shit's switching up on me. He what year are you looking Mike at? Mike was uh, he 92 93. Charles Barkley, he won. MVP. He was a twenty. He was a twenty-six, twelve. Yeah, go ahead. My, my internet's he's, messing. With he me. was a twenty-six, twelve, and five on fifty-two percent shooting. On almost two steals at one point six. Twenty-six, twelve, and five. Yeah, we're not known for his defense, but yeah, definitely twenty-six, twelve, and five is crazy. And they had the best record in the league that year. Facts. Did. I, that Suns so, team was great. Talk about a team full of players who went on to like do crazy shit. Um, if you kind of run down that Suns roster, so you got Barkley, who's obviously Charles Barkley inside the NBA, legendary TV guy, right? You got Danny Ainge, who's the president of the Celtics. You got Kevin Johnson, who was the mayor of Sacramento. You got 
Dan Marley, who you know, owns every single piece of real estate in Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, facts. Yeah, so I mean, kind of shout out that team, man. Those '90s guys, uh, you know, definitely parlayed those into long careers. No doubt. All right, this is uh, this is Mike's line in '92, '93. I still can't believe Mike went for thirty, thirty a night for his career. It's like ridiculous. Um. Yeah, my internet is fucking up. I got it. I got it. I'm gonna have to figure some of this shit out. Pull it up for me. 92293 Mike. Yo, can you hear me? Can't hear you. My bad. Thirty-three seven five and a half. Thirty-three seven five and a half. Yeah. He's like, yo, I should that. That's my MVP. I'm not trying to hear that. That's an easy MVP. (laughs) Thirty-three seven five and a half. What what more do you need? (laughs) I was doing everything. Yeah, but you know how that goes. They're trying to give it to somebody else. But um, and he was playing forty minutes a night. I thought it was interesting that Barkley, Barkley in the post game or in the post last dance, linked up with Scott Van Pelt and said that it was all on him that he didn't get the boys ready for game one. Like that's where they should. They, they they had no business coming out how they did in game one. And I thought it was interesting that he said that because I he, he I took it as he the guys that were on his team weren't ready for the mic that was coming. But he was, and he should have. He should have let those boys know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really even know what to take away from something like that. I guess um, you can't lose I, I, game I, one I, of the I, finals I, at home against at home. Mike. Yeah, if you plan on winning the series. But it, but like he said in the documentary, he lost against Mike. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, regardless of what you could have done to get those guys ready, you were still playing Mike. You were still playing a motivated Michael Jordan. I think Mike was trying to get number three and get the fuck out of there. So, I mean, I don't think no matter what he would have done, it would have mattered. So, right. at that point in time, like, yeah, I mean, that all sounds good. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Oh, I could have motivated my guys better. Maybe we prepared this. Maybe if I had done that, all that, yada, yada, yada. At the end of the day, you were going up against Mike. And, you know, I don't think anything you could have done would have really mattered. They had a great team, great effort, you know, but it just didn't happen, man. There's a lot of players. Like, that graveyard is large. Take a number. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's, it's kind of like, yeah. I mean, I, I I haven't watched that that segment yet. Shout out Van Pelt. His post uh, his post game shit has been great. Yeah, um, wrap up joints. Yeah, his wrap up joints have been great. But um, I, I don't think anything he could have done was going to change the outcome of that series. Yeah, they were getting that. The whole I love he, he the whole I'm packing one suit. Yeah, one yeah. suit. I'm done. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not wearing another one. I'm going home. I don't want to be in Phoenix. It's fucking June. It's hot as shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm trying to go that. back to the Chicago. I'm good. Pack one suit, bro. One suit. I don't know about y'all. So as we were just talking about towards the beginning of the episode, we know what happens at the end. Of or the start, the end of the 93 season, Jordan retires. Let me ask you this What do you think ultimately drove Jordan to retire? Are you on the conspiracy theorist tip with the gambling? Was he just tired of playing basketball? Was he exhausted physically and mentally? Was it because of his pops? Um, and he, he really wanted to give baseball a try. What do you, what do you, where are you at with why he ended up leaving in 93? I, I mean. The lack of any hard evidence about the gambling thing is the, is, is kind of what kind of pushes me away from it. But at the same time, like the narrative 100% makes sense. 
And I think if you were Michael Jordan and you had Final Cut over this Last Dance documentary, you would 100% make sure that it looks like you were just too mentally fatigued to keep playing another year. So I think the documentary really framed that really well. But I got to take it with a grain of salt because, again, he's, he's on the editing floor saying, like, yeah, make sure it looks like I was really tired. These motherfuckers talking about me. Well, yeah, what, did, well, what did he say? He said, I was exhausted. But mentally, I was way past it. Yeah, he's like, physically, I was exhausted, but mentally, I was way past exhaustion. So, which definitely, I, I get it. I mean, like they said, every time he walks outside the room, he had to be on, right? The camera was always on him, and he was he just, I don't think any time before and any time after has ever been a person or an athlete, definitely not an athlete as famous as Michael Jordan. Like, I, I just, I don't think people, if you weren't, you know, if you weren't around around that time or like whatever it might be, like Michael Jordan was so famous, like he is more famous than anybody is right now. They're doing a really good job of portraying that, though. Yeah, like he's just more They're famous than anybody right now. How, how, the, like the whole scene with him laying down in the, the hotel room, like they're showing you and then like how it was a great, they get, they made, they had a great depiction of it when the guy came on and said, being Mike is like, once you exit your hotel room, you have to be on at all times. It's showtime. It's showtime all the time. Yeah. You get to the, you get outside your hotel. People are asking for stuff. You get in the car, you get somewhere, you got to talk to media. There's kids with uh make a wish foundation type stuff where you got to hang out with kids and that then you got to go out score 30 win the game then talk to people after it's just non-stop and they're doing a really good good job of depicting how it was or how 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 it was to be like mike on an everyday basis yeah definitely man i mean again yeah he, he he was so famous he was so large he was he was at such a higher level than anybody else that uh i mean i think yeah that 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 shit probably did wear on him to the point where he's like, man, maybe I could step away. But the only reason I don't fully believe that is like, yo, you step away, but then you step into another professional sport where you know people are still going to come and find you, right? right? And like at the end of the day, you're still Michael Jordan. So if you really want to step away, it's like, yo, I'm going to retire and I'm going to, you're just not going to hear from me. Almost like what he does now. You know what I mean? Like this, this is the most Jordan that we've seen in 20 years. You know, these interviews right. that we're getting through this last dance, he's, he's pretty much, reclusive you know other than you Staying know in the back the seat, team. Yeah. he's very much in the back seat um so that's why i kind of I, I don't know man i'm sure th- th- there's 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 a truth in everything right and like that story is has been around but i'll put it this way you're never gonna know it died with david stern yeah and i thought Mike it was interesting that david stern never would have let uh i've been reading some takes about you know stern never would have let him own a minority sp- piece of the hornets if it was like him gambling on the nba or something like that um Eh. i don't know if i believe the the conspiracies about the gambling but i think it was a combination of him being really tired the media thing with the whole gambling thing and the just the media period and the whole circus around it was exhausting the mental part of it was exhausting and i think um on top of that when his father passed it was just like that perfect storm of like, man, I'm I'm gonna need to take a break from from this plan. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna step away. Plus, yeah. also back then, like careers were shorter, so he was probably what like at that point in time, thirty years old. Guys were out the league at like yeah, 32. thirty-one. Yeah, guys yeah, were out the he, league at like thirty. You know, like you're an old man at, at 31, 32. He'd been in the league nine years at that yeah. point. Yeah, so you didn't have like LeBron's walking around in like year eighteen and thirty-five years old, and you know putting up triple doubles and stuff like. Well, you. he had put in he had put in a shift at North Carolina, and guys were playing forty minutes a night. He wasn't he wasn't coming straight out of high school. He had put in a shift at Carolina. He oh. played when he threw his junior year. Guys were playing eighty-two games and forty minutes a night. Yes, like that's in crazy. trash ass in trash ass shoes and yeah in trash ass shoes exactly he, he plays it. <laughs> but that's why i love the jordan one story he's like man these shoes this evolution whatever he said the shoes have evolved he <laughs> said you put these on and put the mother ones on man that's awesome he that's awesome he wore those and went berserk and was yeah. like man i'm not trying to take these off and his feet were bleeding yeah I thought we were going to get a shot of his feet, but he didn't bless us like that. No, nah, he's not going. That's what I'm saying. He had, the, he had that final editing floor. He's like, no, nah, I can't. Have <laughs> he's like, I don't need any more memes. Yeah, nah, nah, I feel like that yeah. meme hurt him. He's like, nah, I don't need any more of this shit. Can't do it. What um, what are you looking forward to in this next little chapter? I, I thought it was hilarious how we got so much of Dennis. 
the last episode and then didn't didn't even see him all this this whole episode. Didn't see him once. He said he was going to Hooters. That was it. Zero Dennis, yeah. So he's Zero gonna Dennis. He's an ass. Um I'm just I'm Would just, you would you say that this would you say that this is a Michael Jordan doc and not a Bulls doc? Yeah, hundred percent it's a Michael Jordan 100%, doc. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's a Michael Jordan doc. And guess what? All those guys are fine with it. Yeah, they, you know, they have to be. They have to be. Dude, they asked Steve Kerr. Uh, I saw an interview with Kerr. It wasn't recently, but like within the last couple of years, they're like, man, do you ever get sick of like, you know, answering Jordan questions and every question about you revolves around Jordan? Steve Kerr is like, man, look, check it out. Like, I would not be where I am right now if it wasn't for Michael Jordan. Like, I have had a great post NBA life or post playing life. And a lot of that is due to the fact that I played with Michael Jordan. Um, so yeah, it's a Jordan documentary. You knew it was going to be a Jordan documentary. You know, you knew when he was in charge of it, it was going to be a Jordan documentary. And that's the story that everybody wants oh, to hear. Wait, before I forget, bro, I, this was the funniest part of this, these two episodes for me. The fact that Randy Brown had to come to Mike and ask him for a game ticket to give to someone was Snitching. comedy. Snitching ass Randy. Wired up Randy. Wired up Randy what, Brown. What, what, what do we call him? Uh, I call him Snitching Randy Brown. No, no, no. Oh, we no, what I call him? What did I call him? Uh, what, call him? Fuck, what did I call him? Was it The Informant? The Informant, maybe? Yeah, it might have been The Informant. <laughs> we got to find that episode. It was like two episodes. Like, I forgot what I called him. Yeah. The, I don't remember. The Bowl, The Informant. Do you like The Wire? That is The Wire. That's <laughs> what it was. I call the wire. <laughs> Randy Brown, The Wire. <laughs> um,. I thought that was insane that a guy on the team is coming to Mike. Yo, yo, they, yo, they're on the same team. On the same team. He's coming to Mike like, yo, Mike, can I? You got a ticket for me, please? Like, where do they need to? Who like? Then I, I thought that was great that Mike was like, yo, where does it need to be? Like, do they need to be in the building or do they need to? You know, so anywhere next then, to God. <laughs> yeah, and then Mike handed him a ticket. But the fact that it's crazy that a guy on the team is ha- went to Mike to get a ticket. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Couldn't go that's to the front office. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't go to the ticket booth. Nothing. Like, no, yeah, couldn't go to the the, t- the 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 guy that handles that, the media guy, the PR guy, whoever. He went to Mike, and, and, and Mike has got a drawer with tickets in it. Well, you saw, you saw Mike <laughs> running the situation with the Jerry Seinfeld shit. Remember when right. Phil walks through, Phil's like, all right, guys, time to go. Like, And Mike's just sitting up there holding court with Jerry Seinfeld in the locker room before the game. Yeah. It's all good. And then Mike finally is like, yo, Jerry, it looks like you got to leave. It's not for you to go, man. He's like, all right, all right, I'll get out of here. I thought it was funny as hell when, when Jerry walked out and pointed at the chalkboard. It was like, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that I think That's what I'm saying. That's why I think this footage is great, man. I mean, you're getting – I don't think the footage was going to tell you – I don't think the story was going to be in the footage. I think the footage was literally just going to be footage. Just going to be some candid shit. It was gonna be some funny conversations, like when they're drinking beer. Like I thought that was super cool. Like yeah, that was dope. That was a dope yeah. ass scene, man. Like Miller Light doesn't pay however much money it is to get the rights to that, to that just that oh even, even, yeah. even a still shot of them drinking Miller Lights and put put it on billboards everywhere. They're they're missing out. They're out of their mind. Yeah, like that's yeah. I think that's what you're gonna get in the footage. Like you're gonna see a Michael Jordan with his guard down. Michael Jordan laying in a hotel room by himself. You know, stuff right. like that, like them kicking. I don't think the footage was ever going to be the story. The story, and I think that's why they're showing the old shit, because that's how you're kind of crafting the story is what led up to those points. So you probably get more footage in these next four episodes, um, but I don't think that footage is going to tell the story. I think the story is, you know, kind of how they're putting everything together right now. Yeah. Yo, and you know what? One, you know another thing you could tell about Mike? Mike loved Ron Harper. Loved him. That was his guy. That was his guy. Loved Harp. Loved Harp. That was his guy. That was this guy, hundred percent. Shout out Ron guy. Harper, man. I Shout love Ron, Ron Harper, Harper too, man. What's Ron up to? I have no idea. Um, Shout out Ron. Yeah, Shout out Ron, Ron Harper. You know, Ron Harper was like a D. twenty-three point per game scorer before he came to the Bulls. Dude, D, D, dude yeah, he was a huge bucket. Was a he big got time bucket. He was like, a, yeah, he was like twenty, twenty-five points per game. Yeah, and then he came out and he's like, then he was locked down D. Locked down D. Got a couple rings out of it. You know, it's all good. Dude, he was so perfect for that. Uh, a legend. Do you think any of those dudes pay for a meal in Chicago at any point? Over the last 30 years? Not if they're going to a real one's restaurant. They shouldn't be. Not a chance, right? I don't know. Pip don't, man, you know, no tipping, pipping. Oh, yeah, no tipping, pipping. What a terrible rep. 
That is a really bad rep, but he wasn't getting paid no money. Wasn't getting paid no money. They ain't paying me. I ain't paying y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know how this shit works. No tipping Pippen. Also, y'all don't get paid. Another cool thing was from the episode was that apparently Horace Grant is a snitch, and he gave out he gave out all the info for the Jordan rules. I didn't know that. He, he did. He denied it though. He did. Of course. BJ, BJ, BJ stuck up for him too. So they couldn't have all been horse. Yeah, but even Paxson was like, "Well, you know, horse was upset." Yeah, hey, look, yeah, man, I just, thought that was interesting. Just ride the ride the wave. It's all good. Just ride enjoy it. what you're just, just. Just enjoy this shit. Enjoy it. Just like yeah. Draymond needs to enjoy it. Yeah, Draymond needs to really enjoy. It. Just enjoy it, like your buddy. You're not. Yeah, yeah if you was on like if, if you was on any other team, you'd be making two point three million dollars a year. <laughs> throwing around in trade deals all the time. Just chill. We're going to leave it there. Episode six and six and what? No, seven and eight. Seven no. and eight. Yeah, seven and eight coming next week. Man, only four episodes left. A lot still to cover. I'm looking forward to it. I like the... Uh, uh, I enjoyed this episode just because I had the dream team, and that's always a big thing. Definitely. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, YouTube. Lock us in on Twitter. At no catch up shy, Instagram at no catch up shy. For Big Nick the Quick, I'm your host, Sean Little, no catch up sports talk via Chicago, the last dance recaps. Let's go.